Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to a bonus episode of Motown and Coney. Back with my main man, Tommy. What up, though? And we're recording this the day after um, the NBA draft, um, which is why I'm a little sleep deprived today because I stayed up as long as humanly possible. Um, (laughs) Watching all of the picks, and it's also why I missed the... I'm guessing Epic, a Marion, Mario versus. <laughs> um, we're both Pistons fans. Very happy with the draft. Extremely um, happy with the draft. Did not start off like everyone expected. Um, I, like everybody else, thought uh, Jabari Smith from... Auburn was going to go first. Or at least Chet. Um, I never had Chet going first. I'm not a big fan of him. Uh, we can get into that in a minute. <laughs> uh, but um, you had the Orlando Magic. Um, surprise. Pretty much everyone. And go Pablo first overall. Um I'm not a big fan of the pick. Uh, I agree. I'm not a huge fan of that one either. Confusing. Um, I do like him as a player. Uh, I I just like Jabari better. I like Jaden Ivey better. Um, I'm also not a big fan of picking Duke players, um, particularly at number one. Um, you had Elton Brand. What is his? Ion Williamson. Um, and Kyrie Irving. I know Kyrie has a ring, but Kyrie's a basket case. Elton Brand <laughs> was a good player. I wouldn't say um, he had a number one pick worthy career. And Zion Williamson has been, had flashes, but hasn't stayed. Uh, particularly healthy. Right, right. So I am of the opinion (laughs) of you stay away from Duke players in the NBA draft. Just my take. Um, I mean, you got some decent Duke players. We we forget about Grant Hill. Uh, I thought J.J. Redick was pretty dope. Grant Hill was injury prone. J.J. Redick is probably the best to me. uh, had a better career than most would have expected him to have coming out of Duke. Uh, he was the men the most consistent. Um, I thought Shane Battier was the best one. Okay, yeah. I, forgot about, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a whole, lo- a whole long list of those guys, man. But, I mean, yeah, I, honestly. There's two, there's two, there are two schools I stay away from if I'm drafting. Uh-huh. Duke. Okay. Gonzaga. I agree. And then they they just happen to go one and two. Which is why I don't like the Chet homegrown pick at all. Um, I I know, uh, especially on ESPN, they were talking about how Chet is really a point forward. Um, he'll grow into his body. I'm just very concerned that you spent the whole year in college and it doesn't seem like you put on any muscle. Right. Um, he still looks a very um, 
Skinny, mm-hmm. malnourished. No, just yeah. no, it's just skinny. Yeah, very uh, skinny. He looks very Sean Bradley. Yeah, extremely Sean Bradley. Um, and I mean, he's held. There were games where I felt like he held his own, and then this game where I just felt like you're supposed to be a number one player, and he kind of disappeared. Um, I also think that going to Gonzaga, you suffer because you don't play that. Like, you play big-time opponents in the beginning of the season, but then you kind of coast through conference play. I agree. I agree. I thought that that – I was just kind of surprised by the uh, the number one pick. The number two pick, I don't know if I would have spent my number two pick on, on Chet. Yeah, but I wasn't surprised. Yeah. Um, three, I felt like the Rockets – I think they did a damn good job yeah, this draft. They they had a very good draft. Um, I felt like they got to steal that three. Um, at four, Keegan Murray. Um, Sacramento went Sacramento. I mean, but Keegan Murray isn't isn't bad. I just think that Sacramento, Sacramento, not a bad player. Um, I do agree with like a the lot franchise of though the analysis that. Um, he possibly he's the most NBA ready of the players. Yeah, I, I however kinda, I feel like he has a low ceiling. Yeah, because I really like uh I like a it's a lot of good players in this draft in my opinion. I know a lot of people said that they really would have passed up on this particular draft. Like after five, it gets kind of shaky, but it's really some good ball players in this uh, draft. I thought the the Pistons and this might just be hometown bias had the best best draft of all, all of the teams without a doubt, and it's not um, even homegrown. It's it's just it's fast, Jayden, brother. Jaden Ivy falls to you at five. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what Sacramento was asking for that number four pick because I know like the Knicks were trying to get ahead of the Pistons to get Ivy. One of the things I will say, and it's been it was mentioned on ESPN, Jaden Ivey is a kid that wants to play in Detroit, um, which is usually you get players to want to avoid playing in Detroit, but he genuinely wants to be here. Cade, you got the feeling last year that he wanted to be here. You didn't get that with Jalen Green per se. Mm-hmm. So to get Jaden Ivey, probably the most athletic player in the draft, um, someone that can play above the rim. Uh, my only concern, and it's not really a concern, that since Cade is six seven, and Ivey's only six four, I think they complement each other. Or hell, they'll figure it out at this point. But I, I feel like. Picking at five, you take the best player available. And to a lot of people, uh, a lot of people had Jaden Ivey as the number one player on their board. Exactly. I think he was the more polished if you look at all of these uh, different players. Um, and I'm a Big Ten guy. You know, we both, we, we Big Ten dudes. So. Yeah, no. Yeah. There, so there we, was a. I, I feel like the Big Ten was well represented. Um, Feel like the Michigan guy should have stayed in school. Yeah. I thought they should have also. Yeah, I agree um, with both. And up going in the second round, um, the Pacers. I, I, the, 
the sharp pig with the trailblazers. Let me talk about that for a minute. Because <laughs> I saw the kid play um, back um, when he was in high school. Mm-hmm. He's an unbelievable talent. My concern is he didn't even get on the court last year at Kentucky. Yeah, he didn't even play. Yeah. I was, so, I was confused by that. Um, if you're drafting just on potential, it is there. My only him not playing last year is a red flag. Um, the Spurs, the Spurs had a very solid draft. They continue to do what they do. The Wizards, I don't like to. I know ESPN liked the Johnny Davis pick. I don't like Johnny Davis. <laughs> Wisconsin's another school I would probably shy away from. And yeah, I stay away from Wisconsin players too. They don't ever turn out that great. Uh, the Knicks, I don't, I get what the Knicks were doing, but I'm with Stephen A. Smith. Um, they basically dropped um, Jalen uh, Durant in the fifth and lap. And I've seen that. I watched that was another kid I watched play when he was in high school. He's only 18, but Detroit probably has. Next to OKC, the, probably the most exciting young core um, in the NBA right now. Exactly. And I think like I think with this draft right here, Detroit just said a lot. It shows that they're interested in winning because this is unlike some of the other drafts where you're getting guys and you – I remember a couple times the Pistons drafted, and this is under the old uh, GM, the old regime. They would draft guys that they didn't even have come in and work out for them. They'd just get like random calls. And uh, some of the players, like, I never even worked out for them. Greg Monroe was one of them. Uh, it was a couple other people, too, yeah, that said they never I, worked out for the Pistons I, but I got drafted by them. I remember if Andre Drummond worked out or not. Yeah. Um, I do know they were surprised that he fell to them. Um, the Cavaliers, Uchi, uh, Uchi Bali. Mm-hmm. I like what the Cleveland Cavaliers are doing down there. Oh, yeah. I like how they're stacking up on man. They got a lot of lice, big dudes. So they got shooters. Well, I do like the Jay Nivey pick. I am a little sad because I think this officially takes the Pistons unless they move on from Killian Hags. I think this takes them out the Colin Sexton um, sweepstakes. I would say I would say that they they're moving on from Killian Hags. I was I think this this year this is, has to be his show and prove you that he's doing some type of improvement. Because uh, last year he did show a little bit more improvement, but it really wasn't that great. It wasn't like a huge leap. And I know he's still young, but this year right here he has to show something because uh, he's not a starter anymore. He's he's definitely not a starter, not as young. You know, yeah, uh, Jaden. Uh, it, it will be very interesting to see. Uh, I so Trey Weavers, um, the Wizards. For those that don't know, the GM of the Pistons, he said something about the NFL that the NBA needs to do, and damn it, I agree with him. Mm-hmm. Free agency in the NBA needs to become before the draft. Yeah, it does. Um, the the NFL gets that right out because now. What is it? Thursday starts the legal tampering period or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens now. Uh, 
the the Pistons at one point were rumored to be the preferred landing spot of DeAndre Aiden. Do they still take him? Uh, the New York Knicks seem to be all in on Brunson, even mm-hmm. by hiring his dad. Yeah, right, that's what I was going to say. They went all the way in. They showed up to a playoff game. Oh, uh, man. I'm laughing because uh, who was that? Mike Bellini on the radio said it's almost like they were recruiting a college kid. Which right. It does seem that way. So it, it'll be interesting. It, do the Pistons make a run at Miles Bridges? Does Golden State try to extend Andrew Wiggins and Poole this year? Uh, but I think the center of the basketball world um, over the next week, week and a half, is going to be in Brooklyn. I mean, yeah, that's true too because now we're hearing rumors, especially, you know, I got my ears glued to the streets that uh, Kevin Durant may request a trade. Yeah, well, so just just <laughs> think about the the last two two weeks of Kevin Durant life. You're not in the playoff. The team that you left wins some rings. Mm-hmm. Um, basically says in in Draymond and <laughs> in so many words, basically says this validates them. Winning without KD, your best friend, the person that said he would play with you till he was fifty, comes to Brooklyn with a list of teams he would like to go to if they can't work something out. Um. So, one, it'd be interested to see what um, Kyrie does. Mm-hmm. So. Kyrie is one of the reasons why I stay away from Duke players in the draft, even though four of them went. Two, and they were tossing this around on talk radio today, where do you go if you kept Durant? And one of the destinations that came up was your Detroit Pistons. Exactly. And that's exactly what I was getting to. What better place to come than Detroit? Up and coming team, guys hungry, ball players. Better than the team that you have now. I mean, the team that he has now is a mixture so, of. So if you're the Pistons, what do you give up? I mean, the best the best thing you can give up is a couple of young guys and then you got a bunch of draft picks. So here here's the package I would be throwing out there. Uh-huh. Isaiah Stewart. Okay. See, Dick Bay. Okay. Because KD is basically going to play his position. Right. Killian Hayes. Okay. Do a sign and trade, send Marvin Bagley too. Hmm. I like Bagley. I like him, but I, I, I think you, I think um, there is a way to get DeAndre Aiden and um, KD. Well, actually, the Pistons have enough money to do that. The yeah. thing was, the Pistons were going to go after Jalen Brunson. So getting rid of Jeremy Grant's big contract was huge also. So, so we can't get two big players. Um, you don't have a 2023 pick. We do have a 2024. You have a shit ton of twos. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn is desperate for picks, though, because of the James Harden trade with Houston. 
Right. Um, there's a bunch of pick swaps coming up too between the two where Houston can basically take the better of the two picks. <laughs> um, so it'll be interesting to, to see what happens. I do feel like the Pistons are winners. Clear Club winner come out last night. OKC, clear winners. I don't know what they'll do with all the draft capital they still have. It kind of reminds me of Boston from a few years ago where Boston seemed like they were picking in the top five every year for like five years in a row. Right. Um, Houston, I like what they did. I'm a little – I don't – they moved on from Kristen Woods. Um, I think, which proved once again Trey Weaver, Weaver correctly for not paying that man. Right, uh, he, he is in uh, Dallas now. Yeah, so that wouldn't be bad to run that back too with uh, Brunson da- and then uh, Dallas. Uh, yeah, I feel like for Brunson the better fit is Dallas, but I think you take the money and go to New York. Even though I I do feel like if I'm just looking at career wise, mm-hmm. if I was him, I, I stay in Dallas. That's the that's the right move all the way around. It just seems like New York. They had a nice season. If I was a free agent, I'd avoid a couple New years York. ago. Yeah, Brooklyn, Brooklyn or the Knicks, either New York team I avoid. Yeah, um, Charlotte. I like Michael Jordan, but his ownership has been terrible. Uh, they couldn't get a rid, rid of um, Gordon Hayward's um, terrible contract. They didn't know he was going to break down like that either, though. Yeah. He's been a disappointment. Uh, with me, they probably don't have enough money to to re-sign the Miles Bridges. Uh, yeah, that's true. And they might have just gifted Detroit Miles Bridges uh, by not having Detroit take on the – um, Hayward contract. It, I, it would be really interesting to know if that was talked around and Trey Weaver just said no. And the thing about the Pistons, like people don't realize, they have enough to do a uh, to do two max contracts, but not yeah. a super max. So they have enough to pay Aiden a max, and they have enough to pay uh, a Miles Bridges or whomever else a max and still have enough money to get a couple key free so, agents. If we can get rid of Kelly Olenek uh, and so some of the other people, we'll be fine too. That, that'll be interesting to see what he does with the Kelly Olenek contract. It'll also be interesting because I could almost – do you do you do a DeAndre Aiden and then wait till next year and make him run out of Andrew Wiggins? Because these guys are um, are they they're uh, restricted, right? So they're both restricted. Uh, DeAndre Ayton is restricted, so is Miles so you have Bridges to do a sign is and restricted. Trade. Um, Andrew Wiggins would be an unrestricted free agent. It would <sighs> see. So Golden State has the the interesting issue that they'll have to try to figure out this season because I don't. They they could pay everybody. Their owners has basically said the hell with the luxury tax, <laughs> right? But they have an old core and a young core basically, because uh, you have Steph, Clay, Draymond, but then you have your younger core and Wiggins, Poole, and the uh, 
Kumanga, mm-hmm. which I think they would like to keep together too. Right, because he got a lot of upside too. So, but I don't know if they pay. So, if Wigan doesn't do an extension this year, if if you're a team like the Pistons or the Knicks, do you do you wait a season and try to make him run at him? Uh, that that that's interesting too. Um, I also one thing that always irritates me about the NBA draft is you have these trades <laughs> that happen. Mm-hmm. So Houston is picking such and such, and he's going to New Orleans. Why can't they just like the NFL like announce that we have a trade picking for it? Blah 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 blah. Why right. can't they just get the player get up there? They put on this damn hat that they ain't gonna never wear because they not going there. Uh, I hate that too. I think that's so stupid. That makes no sense to me. I thought that they should always change that too. I, I just never got that because then you get, but then you get these classic iconic uh, what ifs, just like Kobe Bryant with Don the, Charlotte, the hat. Uh, Charlotte hat. Yeah, you get those what ifs with, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying um, Jalen's going to be the the next Kobe, but he was picked by Charlotte at pick 13. Right. Kobe was 13. Yeah. Yeah. That, a lot of history behind that. But I was just uh, reading this article that I just pulled up, and um, they were saying that Charlotte is reluctant to give uh, Bridges the uh, a max deal. Well, he's he's done some stupid things to hurt him. The whole video, the pink lemonade video. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if they're a fan of his his Instagram rap videos. That's right, him rapping and such. But at the same time, one uh, thing I can say is he still goes to work out there when he hoops, though. Yeah. So, yeah. and I think that's a mistake by Charlotte. And here's why: if you don't try to go after, if you don't try to resign. Uh, Miles Bridges. Who who are you pairing with Lomelo? Exactly, and I think I think they like peanut butter and jelly. So who do you who do so, you swap out for for that situation? Because so, let's just say hypothetically, mm-hmm. Pistons go after Miles Bridges. So now you have a starting Kate at the one, Ivy at the two. Mm-hmm. Um, Bay at the three, uh-huh. Bridges would be your four, and then Aiden at the five. Well, well let's just not even <laughs> let's not even put, include Aiden at this point. Let's okay. just say they they keep Isaiah Stewart and Marvin Bagley. Okay, Sorry, Bagley. I still think that's playoff, if not playoff worthy, at least play, play in worthy. Yeah, still play in worthy. I mean, but um, then when you put Aiden in there, like they're scary to where if they can get healthy yeah, and make you, a strong if, uh, run. If you have Miles and Aiden, yeah. you have the makings of a top four seed in the East. Exactly. Um, I, I still slot Milwaukee ahead of them. The Nets is dysfunctional, so I'm not even going to include the Nets in this. Uh, oh, Boston Celtics, of course. Boston, Miami. Um I really like I like Philadelphia too. I know Phil, I was gonna say the the Pistons would be in that Philly. Um, it would be it would be Philly Detroit that four or five matchup somewhere in there. Um, you have the Bulls. Um, 
that I really like the Bulls if they can stay healthy. But I think Zach's going to leave. Yeah. Yeah, which sucks. Um, So, but I I do feel like if you somehow can get um, Bridges and Aiden together, then you have. Ooh, that's trouble. That's trouble. I I, I feel like you move Isaiah Stewart or. because you would you would have Durant, it's like you would you would have options at the five basically. Right. Um, as much as I like Marvin Bagley, uh, I think he you move on from him. If somehow some way you can get rid of Kelly Olynyk contract. Yeah, I think what teams I are going to do is jam us. Selling for a bag of beans. Yeah, you silly. I think teams are going to jam us though. What they're going to do is they're going to, since it is like a sign-and-trade type of thing, they're going to probably try to give us a shitty contract. Yeah, One of well, that shitty contract. Like Gordon Hayward would probably have to come with Miles Bridges or something like that, which would kind of fuck us too. Yeah. My, uh, yeah, it'll be bad. Do a buyout. Do a buyout, just like they did Kimba. But I don't know. I think Gordon makes like way more than Kimba. Yeah, that, that 9.7 that, that, was nothing. That, that, that was, yeah, that's not – I was – I get what New York is trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't as much as I like Brunson I don't see him as their savior yeah no it's not their savior at all I think that's a <laughs> they're freeing up all this space and, and what's going on with the situation with Julius Randle too is he like all in or does he still want to be traded because last year he I, was. I, I think he's in is he in mentally when the games to be played is the key because he faded last year man and I thought he was going to take off and be a superstar I, last yeah, year like, I I uh, the New York Knicks have always been a an interesting <laughs> case study. Um, Barrett was their best player down the stretch. Um, OB, yeah, RJ um, for sure. Ob talking started. I don't know what it is when Tim Thibodeau when it comes to certain players. It's like he finally decided, okay, <laughs> I play him. They were missing D Rose too, though. They miss D. Rose yeah, so that that is the the thing. If you get Bronson, you you can slot D. Rose back into that six man um, leader of the second unit. Mm-hmm. Then I think you can also play them together, which makes a lot I, more I sense. I don't see the addition of Bronson making them a playoff team per se, right? Because I don't. They're they are they're not better than they wouldn't be better than Milwaukee. They wouldn't be better than Philly. They wouldn't be better than Miami. They and my wouldn't be better than if Atlanta can keep their crew together. They wouldn't be better than Atlanta. They're not better than the Pistons. And then you gotta think about um, them being on the West. A lot of the victories that the Dallas Mavericks had last year were on the West. Like they they dominated the West because the West had a decline in point guards. Mike Conley wasn't the same. Um, Steph Curry was uh, often on a little hurt, but they still were missing Clay. Um, the Sacramento Kings, the Sacramento Kings. Um, OKC, OKC was OKC. Houston was Houston. Um, you had a the, lot of teams. The that Sacramento were Kings Sacramento. might be the worst franchise in sports. Yeah, like you had a lot of bad teams on the West this year. Like they they were competitive Denver with Bigs. Hurt. Yeah, they had no point guard. Like the point guards in in the West were like Damian Lillard was hurt, like you just said. A lot of the point guards are obsolete. Can we talk about Portland? Oh, yeah. Let's just talk about Portland. <laughs> so, Chauncey Billis was the coach. Right. 
I think they, he did a good job. Yeah, they get rid of C.J. McCollum, send them to Port to the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's almost funny because they they get Jeremy Grant, which I think is a a piece. They can't be done. I think you have to do more to keep Dame happy. I like I like Simon though, but he's he's a free agent. Apparently, and it's a rumor that the Pistons can make him run at him too. Mm. Then you got Nurkic, one more year left in his contract. So that's that's also interesting because let's just say he and Simon ends up with the Pistons. You literally gave him the cap space by trading for Jeremy Grant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just that. I, oh man, that's tough. I heard that uh, him and uh, Chauncey got a good relationship, and Chauncey is one yeah, of the ones that. Uh, uh, that put him in that spotlight to do better. So hopefully he sticks with Chauncey, man. I, I will say this um, as as we get toward the end. The East and West are a lot more balanced than, than they used to be. Yeah, that's um, true. The West was dominated. You had all these Easter teams finishing below 500, making the playoffs. Uh, I do feel like it's, it's a lot more balance between the two conferences. I do feel like the central conf, the central division, particularly in the East, is could shape up to be in two three years the most competitive division in basketball. Uh, That's facts. Milwaukee, Detroit, Chicago, and Cleveland. Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Indiana. Don't know. Yeah, they're. They're in like a, a crazy rebuilding phase because yeah. I, I see them getting rid of Turner and uh, TJ Warren's going to be coming back this year. But, He's been yeah. off for two years with an injury. Yeah, yeah. But this, you know, Rick Carlisle coaching, they'll be well coached. Yeah, that's true. Um, He's cleaning house over there, though, man. So he, yeah. I heard Brogdon's up for. Uh, they're trying to trade uh, Brogdon too, uh, Malcolm. So. so it'll be it'll be interesting, but I I do feel like. Detroit got some dogs now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We ready. I'm so excited about this next season, man. I, I can't wait to hit some games and, and watch some oh. young boys ball out. I know every every game is going to be competitive. Be- before play. we get out of here, because uh-huh. the knock is the, the lack of the shooting, three-point shooting for the Pistons. Right. But I feel like they already have some answers internally. And one of those answers – a kid that didn't play most of the season, played right down the street at the University of Michigan. Oh, yeah. From Kalamazoo. I think Isaiah Liver can help them. Do I know Duncan Robinson has a ridiculous contract. Mm-hmm. Do you try to do a tr- a trade to get him to, to to get some more shooting. It'll be interesting to see what the Pistons do um, from here. But I I do feel like they're they're them Houston are the two clear cut winners in the Spurs. I love what the Spurs did in the draft um, are the 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 clear cut winners. Yeah, I agree with you on that. When I was going to mention the Spurs too, I think the Spurs. Um, did a hell of a job in the draft too. I think they were like the number two, in my opinion. I think the Pistons were number one with the way they drafted and they moved in the draft and did certain things. 
and then the Spurs would have been uh, the team right behind the Pistons. I get both of them A pluses. Um, I honestly think though, I think that the Pistons, when it's all said and done, like you just said earlier, they're going to be a playoff team man, or a play in team. I don't think they're going to get the job done. That's a hell of a team, and they made some damn good draft uh, picks when it's all said and done. Okay, on that note, we'll get out of here. Um, Tune in to our next episode where we'll be discussing our favorite um, summertime albums and summertime songs. Peace.